Steve McKernan. There's low gravity. It'll make you soft. You get soft. Pandora will shit you out dead with zero warning. Back off just a little bit. Get it in front of your face, but not. Don't try to eat the microphone. Okay. All right, that should be good. Just get there you go. That sounds perfect, and I've got plenty of room tone. I've been recording for three minutes now. So okay. So hi, and welcome to Frank Reviews, a father-son expedition through pop culture. I am Harrison, the son. And I'm the other guy, the pop. The pop, yes, cool. We're going to have a very different introduction every single time. I put We're the pop in the culture. Same thing twice. Okay, so first off, a couple of house cleaning notes. Um, one, I scheduled the episode of Godzilla to drop this past Friday, and it dropped at midnight, and the drop was successful. And I finally listened to it this morning, and I forgot to put the theme song in. So oh, there's, there's <laughs> 10 seconds of Godzilla stomping and roaring, then 20, 30 seconds of silence. What a putz. Yeah, so I fixed that and re-uploaded it today. And good news, it didn't affect our uh, uh, play count, which is nice. Didn't realize that would be a thing. How, how many of you like shut it off after you realized that there was no theme music and you just said, boy, this is trash? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, hopefully thousands. everybody has done that. Thousands. Yeah, thousands. Uh, okay, so, and two, um, my friend Queso, you've met Queso, messaged me last night and said he's finally listened to the Last Action Hero and Galaxy Quest episodes. It's about time my friends are listening to this show. Hi, Queso. If you're listening to this, you're not. Um, <laughs> but he demands that he comes in and watches and records with us the next episode we cover on Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold. So I personally suggested Total Recall because I know I've never seen that. Uh, right. And it's, uh, from what I know of it, it's like the last bastion of actual proper uh, uh, practical special effects. So that might be fun. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> or one of the more terrible Star Trek movies, Star Trek Insurrection, which he sent me a clip of it last night. And you thought the acting in Godzilla was hamtastic. Whoa. <laughs> no, this, this movie takes a cake. But... This week, we covered, we watched uh, James Cameron's Avatar uh, from 2009, a movie that I personally despise, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Dad, what did you think of James Cameron's Avatar? Um, if I had three thumbs, I'd put all three up. Uh, <laughs> liked it. Very entertaining. Um, it, 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 good science fiction good good visual effects really good visual effects mm. uh spooky scary stuff when they were flying around like over three thousand foot cliffs and stuff like that right, yeah <clears throat> and jumping from vine to vine and stuff and uh real high up um but um very entertaining a lot of fun uh one beef with it though you tell me your beef with <clears throat> avatar uh totally 
predictable story. Oh, absolutely. Even for me, I have I watch movies for entertainment. Uh, I just get uh, pizzazzed by them, and I follow. You know, I can barely follow stories, let alone uh, um, series and so forth. But this, uh, I knew what the whole story was like fifteen minutes into it, not even ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. So one of but my which pr- which actually <laughs> didn't really detract from the movie. I mean, it was still a very good movie, but the story was incredibly predictable. Yeah. And it's a feel-good movie in the end. It's a, it, it's, it's oh, yeah. a nice, like, nice plus. My, my chief complaint about the movie in general for the past uh, decade has been that it's really just the thinnest veneer of uh, uh, characterization stretched over top of the very basic hero's journey. So, I okay. mean, th- this movie is really just about the special effects. And I don't know if you know this, but up until Avengers Endgame came out last year... This movie, for uh, over 10 years, almost close to 10 years, held the world record for the highest money-making movie of all time. Cool. And because this is James Cameron, I mean, we've seen the Terminator movies. Right. Or at least we watched the second Terminator. We have not... I don't think you've seen any of the Terminator sequels past that. And neither have I. Probably not. Yeah. But so James Cameron, he gets his big start. Uh, directing a terrible movie called Piranha 2 The Spawning, <laughs> which we might watch one of these days. It's, from what I understand, it's terrible and wonderful. But then the next movie he does is... Uh, you wonder what that's about. Yeah. The next movie that he does is Terminator, and that kicks off his big... He does <clears throat> Aliens, etc. Okay. Uh, Terminator 2. And then in 1997, he makes Titanic, Ooh. which I have I've only ever seen the middle bit of Titanic. I've never seen the rest of Titanic, mostly because Mom saw that movie so many times. Okay. And the soundtrack wasn't off in our home through from 1997 to 1998. Right. For, I've heard that <clears throat> friggin' song so many goddamn times. Yeah. And well, yeah, you were a kid, too, when it yeah, came out. I mean, yeah, I was uh, like 12. Yeah. Uh, Although... And, and, it's you really should watch it. It's, oh no! It should be in your repertoire. I, I absolutely understand and respect James Cameron as a filmmaker. At the very least, especially like we'll get into it for Avatar, but he makes very functionally excellent movies. Like I, we might as well get into this now. But like, uh, so I first saw Avatar in like February of 2010, like two and a half months after it came out, and it was still playing strong in theaters at the time. And my then-girlfriend, it was our first Valentine's Day together, and she had said, Harry, I know you. If you don't see this movie in theaters, you will regret it when we actually, when you finally do see it on TV. And yeah, I saw it. I enjoyed it for what it was. It was a wonderful spectacle, and especially it was one of the first big uh, movies to do 3D. Everything 3D up until that point had been like, either animated or a concert movie. This was the first actual big blockbustery thing to be in 3D. And yeah, it was fine. I had a fun time with it. But what drove me insane with this movie is uh, I worked at a uh, large retail store in 2010. Sam's Club. So, um, I've been gone for like seven or eight years at this point. So yeah, it was Sam's Club. 
um, I still get spotted now and again. Like people <laughs> ask me, like, "Hey, I haven't seen you at Sam's Club in a while. I quit eight years eight ago." Years ago. <laughs> I apparently made that much of an impression. Wow! Like literally hundreds of miles away from the Sam's Club, people will spot me and ask, "Hey, you're that." Happy guy from Sam's Club. It, it, and it's like, I'm taking your selfie right now in uh, 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 Times Square. Why? How? How? How did this happen? It. I. I don't get it. But it, so either, I became, either you, you you made quite an impression, or these people really don't have much of a life. Probably both. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's both. <laughs> so we're we're going to go fifty fifty on that. Yeah, eh, split it down the middle, but. So I became the supervisor of electronics that September of 2010, and very shortly after, or sometime around there, uh, Avatar was finally released on Blu-ray, and it became a company mandate that Avatar must be on Blu-ray, must be playing on every single TV at all times. And it's hard to disagree with why it's a very visually stunning movie that looks great on then modern tvs even on you know uh, uh, 2020 tv watching it last night it still looked really good yes um uh but i did the math that movie was playing nonstop on tvs that i was watching for about nine months (laughs) and having done the math they wouldn't allow us to work straight 40-hour weeks, so I re- very, very vividly remember my hours being 37.5 hours a week. Right. right. So that's 38-hour work. Uh, that's, yeah, uh, uh, minus the time I was at lunch. So nine months, 37 and a half hours. I have seen Avatar by James Cameron 490.9 times. <laughs> I hate five, this movie. Five. 500 I hate this movie so much, and I can say that with absolute authority, having seen it probably more times than any human being on the planet. Right. I hate this movie. Yeah. I hate the characters. I hate the generic uh, white savior. Only the white boy can save right. the, the local natives. The natives couldn't do it. Yeah. Oh, God. I hate that narrative. I hate the uh, if if aliens turn out to be real and they're 12 foot tall blue people I will very cheerfully start an interplanetary incident by immediately punching one in the crotch <laughs> first contact I it will be reflexive it'll be like I don't know what happened your honor it just mm-hmm. became red for a few minutes mm-hmm. there I well I, <clears throat> yeah I mean you're <clears throat> seeing seeing it so you know, it's kind of like like white christmas uh, with oh, Bing Crosby having seen it every Christmas Eve yep, uh, yep. for well, no, X hey, amount of years. Uh, it's like, I really don't want to watch that movie. We did change up the tradition yeah, uh, we, and watch Die Hard more yeah, recently, yeah. which even this past Christmas, Mom was like, well, Die Hard 2 is at Christmas, right? Yeah, right. let's watch that. It's like, yeah. I don't want to watch. Can we watch Die Hard 1 again? Yeah. Is that okay? <laughs> But uh, so aside from that, yeah. So aside from that, watching it again with fresh eyes, having you there mm-hmm. with me, and seeing you react to the movie, it, it very much reminded me like why it made so much goddamned money to begin right. with. Like just as a quick rundown, I pulled these numbers off of thenumbers.com. I think is the website. So as it stands right now, number one worldwide box office is Avengers Endgame with $2.79 billion. Jeez. Right. 
And the next one, Avatar, literally 10 years earlier, at $2.78 billion. So, and what's really fascinating is number three is still 1997's Titanic with $2.2 billion. So, like, James Cameron beat his own record, and it took him 12 years to do it. Right. And then Endgame, 10 years later, just barely snuck just squeaked past, it, yeah. just <clears throat> squeaked by, um, which, it, like, I understand, it's a wonderful spectacle movie, absolutely see this movie on the biggest screen with the best sound quality possible, but I, I will very cheerfully go to my grave hating this movie for everything involved. <laughs> <clears throat> well, aside, again, from yeah. hating the movie, um... <laughs> It was very entertaining. The, the 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 idea of people brain inhabiting the avatars and animating them was pretty clever. Um, it may have shown up somewhere in sci-fi before or mm-hmm. something, but but that was pretty clever. And uh, uh, you know, the using the people's DNA to create an avatar and that kind of stuff, that was all pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the amount of exposition in the first, like, 15 minutes is a little silly. Like, every word of dialogue is exposition explaining to you right. where we are, how we're here, cryo-sleep, DNA, yeah. mixing, yeah, avatar setting, brain setting driving. Up, setting it all up. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's when I realized, okay, I already know what's going to happen. Yeah. Here, you know? Yeah, yeah. So... You know, boy meets girl, they, you know, have... Uh, tremendous, uh, exciting, exciting uh, near-death experiences, and then they end up getting married, or in this case, or in this m- case, mating in the woods, or yeah. whatever, the, whatever they with did. with their weird tentacle hair sex appendages that are also like USB drives to link yeah. into the horses and the dragons yeah. and the trees. Yeah, I. Oh that God, it's pretty cool. It, no, yeah, but it's like my <clears throat> argument is like it's. Like I said, it's the very basic hero's journey right. with fantastic new visuals. Yeah. But I, as I've been saying for years, like if you have a copy of the animated movie Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest, yeah. okay. and you screw with your TV's color settings, you will have seen Avatar. Right. And it will also have involved Robin Williams playing a psychotic bat, which okay. bonus episode, yeah. bonus for everybody. <clears throat> yeah, it was. Um, they certainly didn't spend any money on the on the uh, the plot. Oh no! You know, it's, it's fact, straight out, straight the, out of Disney or the whatever. The script was literally the last thing James Cameron started working yeah. on. Yeah. Um, but the but the, the the movie was put together well, and um, even though the story is predictable, the 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 visual effects were mm-hmm. great. Oh yeah, the, like, the different creatures that they had were like real, the, uh, really pretty fascinating. Yeah, pretty the fascinating. story is really only there to sell you on the visuals okay. of the movie. Well, they had to have some story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> but like I said, James Cameron is excellent at making these yeah. stories very functional. Uh-huh. So he can get by with the barest minimum of characterization yeah. because of these beautiful special effects. Yeah. So um, that's what made it. <clears throat> I mean, it really, it really was kind of above and beyond. It was like, did, you know, did you have like a favorite monster or a favorite moment? Well, I don't know if they're monsters. They're more like or just beasties. animals, beasts. Yeah. Um, the those flying uh, things, flying dragon things, they were pretty cool. I want to call um, them 
Archaeopteryx, but that's an actual dinosaur. It's like yeah. it's like a fancy made-up scientific, like Leonoptrix. Yeah, I think is the real word. Well, yeah, for whatever it. they the flying dinosaur things that yeah. you know that you were that you were able to bond with, and it would be mm-hmm. your, yours for life, and you could fly and hunt with it and stuff. Um, <clears throat> it did uh, something did occur to me during the movies. Sure, they they were very warrior oriented, and I'm thinking to myself, well, without the colonizers wanting to mine on that planet. Who are they warring against? That's also very loosely set up in the movie. There are we only really see the one tribe. That that then it dawned on me. I think there are yeah, like five there are like tribes, five other tribes or something <clears throat> and, like that. And apparently they have war. They had wars in the past. Yeah. But, but uh, they were trying to all get together, kind of. Yeah. Thing. Well, oh. that, that's where the really truly wild thing about this movie comes in, and it really almost doesn't have anything to do with the movie itself. It's been now over ten years since this movie was released, and James Cameron originally said that he's working on a sequel for it. Okay, cool. fine. But then as time went on, more sequels kept getting added, and the release dates kept getting pushed back. So. As of right now, I think he has four Avatar sequels planned. Um, oh, nope. There we go. So I'm on the official Avatar wiki. So it's james-camerons-avatar.fandom.com slash wiki. Good lord. Because there's another program, a, a cartoon show from around this same time called Avatar The Last Airbender. And James Cameron, because he is James Cameron, he was able to lay claim to the phrase Avatar. So when the Avatar The Last Airbender movie was released less than a year later, it had to be called just The Last Airbender. They had to omit the main part of the title from this long-standing property. Okay. It's so dumb. So there are currently Avatar, just Avatar, Avatar 2, three, four, five, and Avatar prequel listed. So there are another five (laughs) movies coming. And I can only assume that they're going to follow or delve into these other tribes' histories and stuff like that. Well, yeah, you you know, you get all that to to expand into, but does that mean there there'll be like baby avatars like uh, baby Yoda? (laughs) (laughs) We did see some uh, Navi babies in there. Well, I, uh, but I there wasn't really two. any. Yeah, there wasn't yeah. any like thing really focused on yeah. them. So it's just listed as Avatar Two, set to be released in December 2021. Okay. So it it will have been uh, eleven years since the first movie came out. When the second one comes out, so yeah. So we got two years. So and I mean, I guess you can get away with it because. Everything's motion capture. You don't have to worry about the actors really aging all that yeah. much. It's just digital manipulation, the way Gollum was in Lord of the Rings. And uh, the tech, well, technology will be sharper by then too. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, it was you know, ten I, plus years of uh, special I, effects. I thought the special effects were just fabulous. The jungles were amazing. You know, the mm-hmm. the, the, the nature and the life scenes and stuff were just all uh, very amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> So, <laughs> I might as well tell this story now, but a few months ago, I got um, less sober than I should have been, and I watched Jim Henson's The Dark Crystal from 1982, and I lost my goddamn mind, and I was texting uh, my my uh, 
then girlfriend and I was just losing my mind because as I kept saying this is all real they <laughs> built this screw Avatar Avatar just exists in a hard drive somewhere Jim Henson and Frank Oz and all those guys sat down and they built these monsters all of this is real and exists in a warehouse somewhere so this upcoming week we're going to be seeing uh, uh, Spaceballs at the Newtown Theater oh, yes. so that'll be next week's episode but I did want to watch uh, following that the original 1982 The Dark Crystal okay. to have a kind of compare contrast sort cool. of thing mm-hmm. and if you like it's it's crazy there are no human beings in it at all it's all puppets and wow 1982 that's way back yeah so for 1982 the Muppet technology is kind of incredible cool and then having seen now the Netflix show, uh, The Dark Crystal, The Age of Resistance, the puppeteering is just now through the roof. So yeah, okay, the avatars and the Navi and the home tree falling and all that fun stuff. It looks great. But then there's a scene where uh, the one puppet, Augra, sneezes and the things they get that puppet's face to do are otherworldly. And the fact that it exists in real life just blows my mind. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to seeing your reaction to that. Good. Uh, do you have anything else you wanted to talk about? A favorite? Well, um, yeah. The the tribe. The tribe. They had the the lead guy, mm-hmm. Grandpa, whatever. Okay. And <laughs> Generic the, blue tribal leader. Yeah, and then the lead woman, mm-hmm. who was the shaman. Generic blue tribal uh, right. spiritual leader. Okay. <clears throat> then there was, uh, what was the name of the girl? Natiri. Natiri, and then <clears throat> and then the uh, the young guy that, with the attitude that was supposed to take over the the tribe when the old man died. Oh, I don't know his character's name. That's, I only that, think that's okay. But, <laughs> but what relationship did he and Natiri have? I, I, honest to God, I don't know. Now, I, I, at first, I thought, okay, well, they're destined to be a couple and then this caucasian dude pops in yeah and steals the girl and so i thought okay well there you know here's yeah here's the here's the nasty cranky guy and then they're gonna have you know this big riff because he's the the white guy's moving in on the blue guy's girl and stuff but then i thought wait a minute were they brother and sister and was I he just don't. acting out of protection for his sister? So I wasn't really sure. I honestly don't know. Um, uh, oh, he's just listed as the clan's finest warrior that was supposed to mate with Natiri. Right. That's, that's so all then, I got. So they aren't brother and sister. No. <clears throat> yeah, they were destined to become uh, a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought, okay, well, the white guy takes... Natiri mm-hmm. from the main young dude mm-hmm. and but but when he became when the white guy became the super guy with the extra big lizard wait maybe let me let me express that a little differently <clears throat> with the with no the, please with the dying or the dying, <laughs> no, the double flying the double flying winged thing he became like mm-hmm. the torca something or other please please try and guess right now what you think that title is torca it's tor- it's torkin i don't know i forget torak makto there you go torak that's what i meant right okay so that so that's when the cranky guy 
gained a lot of respect for the Caucasian guy, mm -hmm. and they deferred to each other after yeah. that. You know, so they so it's like, why you know, like he, he takes your girl of a lifetime, and you're not gonna like get pissed off. You're just okay with that, you know. So that was I, that was yeah. kind of strange. Yeah, because typically he's gonna have you know hold a grudge to some extent, even though oh they become you know bros, you know in the end. Yeah. <clears throat> Like I said, it's just like the very thinnest telling of the right. hero's journey stretched right. over these yeah. special effects. Yeah. So it's one of my chief complaints about uh, a lot of entertainment in general is that I kind of hate it when the characters are only there to serve the plot. I feel much better about uh, the media I consume if the plot is very clearly being driven by the characters. Uh -huh. Like, the, 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 the finest warrior was only so quick to be chill with the white dude. I'm not even going to call him by his actor's name or the character's name. He's just the white dude. The white dude, yeah. He's so quick to accept him as, uh, 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 and respect him because the plot demands it. Because yeah. this movie's already been going for two and a half hours. Right. We gotta wrap this up. Yeah. Like, come on. And, and then how about the part where the old man gets partially blown up in one of the explosions and Natiri, Natiri? Yeah, Natiri. Natiri. She rushes in the jungle, finds him just at his last moment of yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. And then, of just course, he, time. You know, he has the words of wisdom and so forth as he's dying mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. kind of thing. And then, of course, she yeah. sheds the tear. Yeah. And then the white guy shows up and... You know, what can I do? And all this kind of, yeah. I, I will say my absolute favorite moment in the film, the only scene that I was actually happy to see every time it came on at Sam's Club, um, was the bit where uh, Stephen Lang's character, uh, Miles Quaritch, the big military dude with the giant scars. Oh, yeah. On the side of it, yeah. He was, first off, he's my favorite character okay. because he's just a cartoon parody of like an angry sergeant like yes. thing. Yep. I love that that yeah. characterization, regardless of what it's in. But yeah. there's a moment towards the end where he's, um, the big giant ship is about to crash and he's trying to get into the big robot right. neck suit and his shoulder is just on fire. <laughs> and it's, right. he's his just shoulder's on, on fire. So it's not until he's already strapped into the safety harnesses that he finally notices that he's yeah, on fire and just kind of almost very casually pats it out. Yeah, pats That's it my out. favorite yeah. moment. Far That's and good. away, good point, and good point. every single time I saw that, it would be like, "Oh yeah, okay, yeah. two seconds worth of excellence in this movie yeah. that I despise." Yeah. He, um, he's a real uh, Trump twenty twenty dude. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny thing. So, uh, uh, if you notice this in that big like um, briefing room that looked like a cafeteria sort of yeah. thing, there were those big. Um, uh, uh, horizontal shutters and like a large what I only thought to be an air conditioning unit and that character spends a lot of time standing in front of that and it looks just like the American flag. Okay. So it's got the big box in the top left and then the stripes and so it's like do, uh, so he's doing the pattern uh, if, Yep. If you, uh, almost exactly. Yeah. George uh, and, and George it's, C. Scott. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which I don't think I've ever seen actually. Uh, another Good yeah, classic I'll add it movie. To, I'll add it to the list. Good I mean, we got a movie, yeah. big honking list going so yeah. far, uh, which I'm totally cool with. Uh, but yeah, anything else that you wanted to point out? No, I, um, I would look forward to the sequels. Uh, I had would, not. Would seen... you want to see them in the theaters? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Right. You know. 
Um, well, the, uh, the, um, uh, uh, November 2021. Yeah, the sequels, um, they, they'll be fun. I had never seen Avatar, and I don't know how I got around it or something, but uh, not seeing it, but I'm glad we watched it. Yeah, well, Good. I mean, you're not really into big event movies and stuff no. like that. You've seen, like, you saw The Rise of Skywalker mostly because everybody else wanted to go yeah. see it. So, yeah. All right, so that should just be about everything. Uh, this has been Frank Reviews. We are now officially on every major podcasting network. So Spotify, Stitcher, uh, um, Google Play, iTunes, we're on all of them now. So please, please, please rate, review, subscribe. Uh, our theme music was by Sean Monahan. Hopefully I'll remember to edit it into the episode this time around. That would be embarrassing mm. twice in a row. Mm. Uh, and uh, I, uh, I'm H-D-L-I-C-H-T-N-E-R on Twitter. On Facebook, you can find us at Muscle Nerd Studios. And, Dad, did you want to take us away? Yes. Uh, instead of sitting there listening to some dumb crap, go out and do something with your life. I'm, I'm enjoying this as a sign-off. So thank you very much, Dad. You're very Let's just bug out and call it even, okay? What are we talking about this for? I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure.